0: Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Welcome back to another episode of the Rise Up D- Rise Up SD Podcast. We're uh, here again for you today. I think we think we uh, thought we'd continue on with what we did yesterday with some questions. There's still some few good ones in there. Um, that we did not get to, and we don't want to let them go to waste.
1: Yeah. We have just a little pile left here. So we thought we'd flip it up a little bit today. And instead of just asking the question to one of us, um, we're going to go ahead and I think both answer every question that we have left.
0: Sure. So we don't
1: have all that many, um, and we'll try to keep the answers pretty short. So it's not, you, we don't end up with six, 10 minute answers here. Um, but I'll start with this one right here. It says I
0: still like this game because I don't know what the questions are even though I need what
1: days. well I forgot. I wrote them yesterday, so oh. I don't remember anymore. Um what okay. is your favorite way to organize your life? Uh
0: my favorite way to organize my life is uh structure. And so um I know this sounds a little technical with the engineering. Uh I like to do it on a macro scale and a micro scale. So <laughs> you're a big nerd. The easy way to describe that is uh get your schedule on you know, I would say you plan big goals out years in advance potentially, but really it's mostly looking about like a month schedule. Like what do I want to do this year? I have a race this month. What's the general overview. And I do this with job and work as well. What's the overview for the next month. And then within that month, you have objectives to achieve, and then you have to look at what needs to be accomplished this week. And so then you look at what needs to be accomplished this week with training or with work or with, you know, whatever it is, projects around the house, you name it. Um, And then from there, I make lists. um, And that's literally just carrying around a sketch pad and jotting down things as they come into my head. Then I usually take that list and prioritize them throughout the week saying, okay, well, I need to get, you know, sometimes they fall in line, right? If you have, you know, a big project that you're trying to get done, it may take multiple days and multiple steps. So you got to get, okay, I got to get this done by Monday, this done by Tuesday, this done by Wednesday. They just kind of break it down in that aspect. And then crossing stuff off the list is nice. And so it doesn't mean it's not fluid. It doesn't mean that get every task done every day that's um good and i also like to within the week rewrite my to-do list for the week because you're going to add things things will change things might get pushed um but i don't like rewriting things and so when i have to rewrite it three or four times that means i haven't done it yet and that just gets me more motivated no that's fair enough yeah
1: um i use a variety of different things because my brain is kind of like um it's kind of like picture. In, in crime shows when the police have a board and they have pictures and maps and the red strings going from one to the other, that's what it looks like inside my head most of the time. <laughs> so my goal with organization is to kind so, of export all of that onto, um, physical things so that I don't have to try and remember and have in my head, Oh, did I do this? And I, Oh, that reminds me of that thing and kind of follow so the, the strings. The
0: visual helps you a little bit. Yes I, yes. I think that's why they do it in crime scenes or why they have done it is because just relooking and seeing that visual may give them more insight into yeah. the crime or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't so, really work that way. It's the same that you do, but yeah. So I,
1: I like to organize things visually, but I also have a whole bunch of different ways of doing that. So in our, in our office, actually what I'm looking at right now is, is what is titled, um, Addy's organizational work board, which is basically a big whiteboard and it's got sticky notes on it and it's got different sections for different things we have going on. um, so I like to do that to kind of just be like, okay, what are all of the things that are going on? Um, and techni- usually that's, that's pretty current. That's like, okay, now in the next few months type of thing. Um, I also use a website organizer called Asana. So they have an app as well that I love. Um, and I really like that, especially for things that repeat often and i want a reminder of those things that i need to do
0: like payroll yeah like payroll or like you know pay this
1: bill or or this is when this thing for the business registration is due or whatever um i really like it for stuff like that that's going to be so i don't do my daily stuff on there typically but it's more like you know both i have a personal one and a work one and i like that for just like okay you know how do i keep track of things that i don't want to remember do i need to do this in six months or whatever um and then I also use, I have a big um, yellow legal pad, of course. I have many that I've already filled out. <laughs> um, and those tend to be kind of my day to day, you know, to do. Cause I like, I, I'm like Kyle in that I like to write it down because I, I, I like to organize. I think what's the difference is between you
0: and me that you have this thick legal pad with very detailed, thought out written instructions. And mine is usually a list. And, you know, once it gets the front page, I have a mini one, I don't use a big one. Yeah. Once the front page gets a little messy and I can't read it, I rip off the front page and I rewrite it again. So that's the difference. Yeah, you I've, keep yours no, and you have it for I years and years. Mine just disappear.
1: And even on top of that, I'll use post-it notes for like what needs to get done right now or this belongs to that project. Is kind of a smaller version of the big board. So it's, it, yeah, it depends on what it's for. If it's like here, I want to see an overview of everything. It goes on the board. If it's something that I don't want to have to remember that I want a reminder of that I don't need to think about now, I can think about it in six months when I actually have to do it. It goes on the on the Asana, and otherwise it goes on the legal path. Yeah. Um, so that's why when people tell me, you know, if you've been to my class or obviously been at Rise Up when I'm there and you need something from me, whether you need me to answer a question or you have an account question or something, um, that's why I always say please email me because <laughs> if you just ask me in person, it will enter into that scary board in my head and it may not come out. So that's why I'm always asking for people yeah. to send me emails too. Yeah. So that ended up being a, kind of a long one, sorry, but organization is very important to me. Okay, next one um okay so we haven't done this one yet what's your favorite machine at rise up and why
0: okay um my favorite machine is a climber um not because i necessarily like love being on it because i think it produces the best value of fitness i didn't answer the question yesterday which was what's what's the hardest machine for you um for me the bike is not challenging because i spend a lot of time outdoors on my bike i think i know that mm-hmm. is challenging for a lot of people um the ski i think uses a lot more upper body and i'm a swimmer so i think that that definitely helps um the climb is pure fitness, which is one why it's my favorite and why also um, it tends to not be the one I dislike the least. Um, so I would say going first is the row is probably the most challenging for me. And really that's because it's a it's the – So just my, to be
1: clear, you're answering the question from, from yesterday. yesterday now. The least okay. favorite
0: machine is the row because – and that's the one I'm the least good at. It doesn't mean it's I'm the least favorite or that I don't like it. It's because it's the most combined of pure fitness – and working all your muscle groups together. And to be honest, I just don't spend enough time on the row. I haven't to get really good at. I think that I, you know, my swimming and my cycling translate to my bike and the ski and the climber, which is why it's my favorite. It's really a pure measure of where your fitness is at. And what I mean by that is you don't have the muscle fatigue. So if you have really strong legs, you might be good at the bike, even though your fitness might not be. So if you have really strong upper body, you might be better at the ski and the climber takes away the muscular constraints of the other machines mm-hmm. and just purely looks at what your cardiovascular fitness is. So no, that's not a general thing of fitness. Sometimes we want to have stronger legs or stronger arms or whatever it is, but it's really just a measure of where your cardiovascular fitness is at. And that's why it's my favorite.
1: Um, I would say my favorite is also the climb. I love the climber. Um, not cause it doesn't kill me, which it absolutely does. But for kills me, everyone. um, it's one of the ones where, And this may, part of this may totally be mental as well, but in my head, when you give me a challenge on the climber, I'm pretty sure I can do it. You know, it might, it might kill me, you know, I might die, but, um, not actually die. I I might have a really hard time with it or get really tired or really struggle, but I'm pretty sure I can do it. And And I think that, and I think that, that like faith in myself, I just haven't developed with the other machines yet. I kind of let myself out of it with the other ones sometimes, you know,
0: well, it's, I think it's give and take and I think that's why people hate the climber when they first come in and then they end up loving it later. And it's oh, love, I hated hate it when I first started using
1: it. I think I, every, it was yeah, awful, but
0: I think everyone's like that. And the reason is, is that if you have enough mental willpower, you know, you can gut it out, which you might not necessarily be able to do on the other machines. If your legs yeah, are failing you yeah, on the bike, it doesn't matter how high, hard how, you want exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. How, how badly you want right. it
1: or yeah. Same thing I've experienced definitely on the ski in the road too is like you know, at the end of like a team day or something and I'm going the hardest I can go. And I know if I'm on the climber, I can, I can really, you know, yeah. even if I'm fatigued for 30 seconds, I can kill it. But on the ski, I might just get to, you know, a number and be stuck. And no matter right. how much willpower or the got, bike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, that one's interesting. Um, Okay. Oh, if you could go on a fitness vacation, like a, like a retreat or a, like go to a place specifically to do something fitness yes. related. Where would you go? What like what would the activity be and why would you go?
0: Uh one of the things I've always wanted to do is do um let's just say this isn't necessarily a like fitness um, um adventure because there's a vacation and an adventure, right? A fitness adventure is like Kyle's gonna run, you know, to the Pine Mountain and run 37 miles. That's a little different than a vacation. A vacation wise a I know, right? Vacation wise, I've always wanted to do one of these things. is there's a couple cool ones, is that you do point to point, either running. So a lot of the running ones are on trails through really, really cool areas like in South America and the rainforest and whatever. And it's basically what you do is you sign up for these things. You go about 10 to 20 miles a day, which I know it sounds like a lot, but you have eight hours to do it in. You, they haul all your stuff. They meet you at checkpoints. They give you water. They refill you. It's like a catered thing. They also do them with cycling across everywhere now, but Europe, even the US now and everything else. So Basically, you get on your bike in the morning, you might have, it depends, there's all different ones, 30 to 100 miles to ride, depending on what you sign up for during that day. You've got eight hours to do it. Your luggage gets there. At the end of the day, you have a new nice hotel, little bed and breakfast, and a shower and your stuff. And then you can relax, have dinner, and then you get up the next day and do it again. And you can go across Italy or across different parts of Europe. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really cool way, I feel like, to see a country. So that's yeah, really nice.
1: I, I always thought that'd be a really cool thing, too. I was yeah. going to say something like that, where you, where you do a walk. Um
0: well, I said run, but there's yeah. a lot of them that are just hikes too. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're there's on,
1: um, our know. we have a lot of people, actually, several members who've done things like that multiple times, which I just think is so cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I would really like to do that. I think that's a really unique way to get to see a place because you know a lot of times we go on trips and you and you travel. Um, like if you go over to Europe, you're like, oh, I might as well go to four or five countries if I'm going to make a trip over there because they're so close over there. Um, but that can actually be kind of fatiguing and exhausting because you you also are you're fighting with yourself. Like, I'm so happy to be here. I can't believe I get to do this. I'm so glad. I'm so happy. You know, part of you is like, I'm just so freaking tired. I just want to stay in the hotel or the hostel or my yeah. Airbnb today. So I think that getting to do it in a way where it's like, Hey, your, your job is to go and do this and see everything and enjoy. It. And then, you know, when you get back to your hotel, you can just chill and relax. And, and I like that idea too. Yeah. Um, I'd love to go there are a couple places too, where it's not necessarily fitness related, but you know, where I've seen people like ziplining and yeah, yeah let's well, vacation like, though. I
0: know, but... Your question was fitness. But yeah, there's a lot of cool things no, my, you can do No, my question outdoors. was
1: fitness vacation. That's fitness on a vacation, I say.
0: Ziplining? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite food or type of food to splurge on? Okay,
0: probably the last one here. Um, my favorite type of food to splurge on is... Basically what I love is big... Burger or burrito after, like, a hard workout. And I do that regularly. So, um, I love doing, you know, I really like, like, a burger, onion rings with all the toppings, everything else. Or a huge burrito. That's kind of my... I'm more of a, you know, savory, not sweet person, so...
1: To splurge on? Yes. Um, Super
0: kookus breakfast burrito is, mm -hmm. yeah, my go-to for a splurge.
1: I don't know. I can... There are so many things I can splurge on. I really am hard to disappoint when it comes to splurging. Um I feel less as I when I was like I don't know a teenager and in my like early 20s, I was more excited about like I don't know, like lots of cheese or a big thing, you know, a big dessert or whatever. And I think that was almost like a holdover from being a kid kind of, but now I'm I'm less excited about that. I mean, I still am, don't get me wrong. I love like mac and cheese, I love grilled cheese, I love Chocolate, you know all these things, but I kind of get really excited about, um, like flavors, like something that's really good. You know, I think about like, oh, I, you know, I love to go out to dinner to Italian food, and like, you know, I, I want something that's really, really good. So that but, might be something super. Well, what cheesy. what is it though?
0: Because the question. Well, some, is, sometimes something it is really, is, really good. Give us an example. Like least.
1: okay, so like.
0: We all want something that's really, really good, but it's kind I know, of really but it's it's, it
1: it's it's I guess more. Complex than just so like, like what's a good example so like one time I went out to like a fancy dinner with my dad for my birthday to um a French restaurant what's it called Bouchon, I think, which was fancy pants anyway, so the yeah the atmosphere is fun, but um they made this, and I don't like mushrooms. I have discussed this at length, but the guy, the waiter recommended that I get this like mushroom slow cooked ragu thing. And he was like, even if you hate mushrooms, I promise you will love it. And if you don't like it, I'll bring you whatever you want on the house. And I was like, okay, fine. If you stand behind your mushrooms that much, maybe this is the time. Um, And it was like a mushroom ragu with like basically like a fancy grilled cheese on top. Mm -hmm. And it was the flavors that they managed to get in that dish were so incredible. And like I, I don't know. I, I would love. So I guess when I say splurge, I'm not even just saying like splurge, whatever calorically or health wise. It's also kind of splurge on something. really Well, I kind of went and, that way with you know.
0: know. I, and I understand what you're saying, and I love that. And I love going out and getting like a really good, well cut steak or like a really good cut of steak or something. Flamingo. Yeah, yon. I mean, it's I think just, those it's, things yeah, are good too. But how I,
1: you consider it. But I, I mean, how do you but I also, splurging? Yeah, I. But I also love a great breakfast burrito. Yeah. I love French fries. I love onion rings. God, I love onion rings. Um, yeah, I mean, and I love a grilled cheese. I love mac cheese. Like I said, I oh, love sweet.
0: I have one more for me too. If you're going to go sweet, cause I'm, yeah, obviously yeah I do. I well, yeah, I love, sweets, to, so. I
1: love to bake. So I'm not a candy person really. I don't care for like candy, candied things. Um, I'm a chocolate and baked goods person. So when I do yeah. that, it's going to be cake. It's going to be ice cream. Brownies, that type of thing.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, the one thing, last thing I was going to say for sweetness is like I love, I love a really, I love really ice cold uh, Mexican Coke in a bottle. I only probably do it two or three times oh, a year. Yeah. Yeah, but like after a, on a hot day after a really, really hard, long workout, that's like the most refreshing thing ever. When you're low on calories and you're almost like shaking because you've been working out for lots and lots of hours, like really sweet Coke. That's really good. but. Only or a couple you, of times a year, or if you just else. want a Coke, you know you could. Yeah, I just like it. I, they taste better to me after I'm done working yeah, out, probably because I'm cal- cal- calorically deficient at that point. But that's when they're the best for me. So
1: yeah, oh, I can't believe I didn't mention milkshakes first. Mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. All okay. right,
0: guys. Well, thank you. Um, I think that you guys should submit questions on the via Slack if you want to hear more, because I think this was good. We could. Yeah, I,
1: I think I saved up two questions, and that's it. And that's not enough for a whole another episode. So let yeah. us know. We'd love to talk to you and um, talk to you soon. All right, thanks. Bye.